Well, hey everybody, uh, so glad that you're able to join us however it is that you are joining us. Uh, so here is my question. Uh, this is really my question, not just for today. This is like a question for all, the whole year as we're going into this new year of 2022. What is it that we should focus on? Church is not a building. Church is not an organization. Church is a group of people. And so what should those group of people, what should we be focusing on? And I think this is a pretty big question. Because as I think about the group of people that like make up our little group here, like it's, it's an amazing group. Uh, many of you are a part of this group. And when I think about like the talents that so many of you have, when I think about the networks that you're a part of, when I think about the individual stories, when I think about the resources you have, I mean, if, if this group of people really decided to like put their mind and heart and effort into something, we could really accomplish some amazing things. So what should it be? Uh, what should we focus on? I There's a couple options. Uh, as you think about church world, one big thing is like, well, we could do like a building campaign. And I, I'm sure if we were able to like really sacrifice, we could, you know, all work and contribute, we could collect a lot of money. And then we could take that money and then we could buy something or we could build something. Uh, and then with like how artistic and creative so many people in our church are, like we could create a building that isn't just like functionally cool, but just is aesthetically and just like really an amazing building resource. And we could do that. But the question is, is, is that what we should like focus on? Should that be the top priority of a group of people of getting a building? Uh, another option is that we could make great Sunday services. Uh, many of you know we meet twice a month now for our Sunday live services. I think they're good, but I'm totally sure that if we wanted to, with this group of people, with like the, the kind of musicians that we have, with the you know visual artists, photographers, videographers, people who get up front and talk, like if we wanted to, I mean, it would take hours of practice and it would probably take more money and buying more equipment, but man, if we wanted to, we could create a Sunday production that would just be second to none. I mean, it could be just as professional, you know, and perfect transitions. And, you know, you could just be this captivating hour every couple weeks. And if we wanted to, we could absolutely do that. But here's the question. Is that what we should do? Is that what we should make like the highest priority for this year? Is that we should all just put as much of our resources and talent as we can on creating a a Sunday service, uh, or we can make it more individual. We can say, well, we really want to do this next year is that we want to really focus on personal health. Um, many of us made maybe resolutions over the last couple of weeks, and we said things like we want to have less screen time, uh, we want to read more books, uh, we want to exercise, we want to eat better, and we could do that, and we could actually with our network, I mean, we could put together like coaching groups and we could have accountability partners. And I think that there's no doubt that if we all really, really focused, we could end 2022 better read, less screen time, thinner, more energy. Like we could absolutely do that. But is that like what we should make our highest priority? Is that what we should do as a group of people all make the main focus of what we're doing? And not that any of that's bad. I mean, having a building, doing good quality services, 
um, making ourselves individually better, not, not bad things, but should that be our main focus? And what I think, and what I wanna invite you to this year, is that I think that what God wants for us as a group of people is much bigger and has the ability to be way more transformative, not just for us, but for us as a group, for our city, for our whole world. And here's the question that I'm asking, is what would it look like if we really believed uh, as a church? Uh, we've been talking, if you've been with us uh, for the last uh, few months, we started back in the fall, we've been looking at what we call our five essential, six essential beliefs, but we've only looked at five of them. Today's actually number six. We've been looking at these essential beliefs. And the idea behind all of these is that these are things that are like, this is the foundation. Like everything else in our faith, everything else that we believe is built on these. Uh, and here's the five that we've gone over so far. We've said that we believe that Jesus is king. Uh, we said that we believe that God is love, that we believe that the Holy Spirit speaks, that we believe that the Bible is inspired, and we believe that salvation is salvation completely for everything. And here's the question is, what if we like really believe those things? Because it's, it's one thing to like kind of think about it. It's one thing to, to process it, and that can be a big thing. I mean, many of us, we, we sit there and we're like learning these ideas, you know, maybe it's for the first time or the first time in a long time, and we have, we have questions, we have doubts. I mean, is Jesus really who he said he was? Is there really a God, and is this God loving? You know, is there really such a thing as the Holy Spirit, and is he really speaking? You know, is, is the Bible really inspired? You know, what does it mean to be like, we're trying to figure all this out and having questions about it and having doubts is a great thing. But it's not then just about us kind of figuring out in our head like, okay, I, I, I guess so. I guess I believe that Jesus is, is who he said he was and I guess that means he's king. It's saying, I'm going to actually not just believe these things in my head. I'm going to believe these things with my wife. Uh, I'm going to believe this with how I spend my time. I'm gonna believe these things with how I treat other people. These beliefs are now gonna become the roadmap to how I live my life. These are gonna be the, the kind of the basis, the foundation for every decision that I make. So when we say that Jesus is king, it's not just saying that Jesus is king, but it's, it's actually making Jesus king of our lives. So when I'm gonna make any decision, I constantly, what does Jesus want me to do? How does Jesus want me to spend my money? How does Jesus want me to spend my time? How does Jesus want me to spend time and treat this person that is so annoying to me? But what is Jesus telling? What would it look like if I made every decision in my life not based off of what I wanted, not based off of how my family of origin did it, not based off of how I see everyone else at work doing it, but what if I made every decision in my life with this thought that Jesus is king? Uh, we talk about the idea of God is love. And I've actually thought a lot about this over the last few days. Uh, I started a new habit in my life. Uh, there's an app that my brother showed me uh, called Electio 365. It's 
fantastic if you're looking for a way to spend time with Jesus in the morning and the evening. It gives you a, a prayer and some scriptures just to slow yourself down and think and just spend time with God. But there's been a lot over the last few days that it's been bringing up this idea of God being loving and that God loves you no matter what. And it's one thing to believe that in your head. It's one thing for me anyways to talk about it that God is love, but to actually believe that God loves me no matter what. That God knows me inside and out. He, all that stuff that maybe I try to keep secret from other people, God knows and God loves me. That the way in which God interacts with me, the things that I see that he's doing, the things that I like, the things that I don't like, that God is love. To believe that. And then to treat other people in a way that God is love. Uh, for me, to believe that the Holy Spirit speaks, which means I don't just believe it, but that I'm actually taking time to listen to what he says. That is good. I'm, as I'm trying to make any decision in my life, I'm trying to figure out, okay, what should we do with this at work? Uh, what, what should I do uh, with this you know, amount of money that I just got? Uh, what should I do when it comes to whatever really difficult decision for me to take time to listen to the Holy Spirit and then to actually obey? Uh, what if when it came to the Bible, I didn't just believe that it was inspired, but I actually took time to read it and read it on a regular basis and let it guide me in this way of following Jesus and actually obey what it says. And we talk about the idea of salvation. And what we say about salvation is salvation is about that someday when we die, that we will have the ability to be saved from sin and death and hell and we can go to heaven. But we have also said that salvation is about way more than just what will happen after we die. But that Jesus wants to save everything. Jesus wants to save broken marriages. He wants to save broken relationships. He wants to save broken financial worlds. He wants to uh, save systemic issues like, like racism and, and all kinds of other issues, poverty in the world. That God wants to save everything. But what if I didn't just like in my head believe that? What if I looked at every issue in the world? What if it's like walked down my street? What if I looked at I just believed, really believed that God wants to save everything and everybody and that he wants to use me and use you and use us in the process of it. And what if there was a group of people that we just really were believed these things in a way in which we were living them out? And that's what I wanna invite you to as we begin this year. Uh, one of the questions that we've often, often asked in our church is that we'll often use that pronoun of we and use it in things like belief. So like we say, we believe Jesus is king. We believe that God is love. We believe... And so one of the questions that we'll often ask then is, okay, who exactly is this we that you talk about? Uh, who are these people that believe? Is, is it everybody? I mean, is, does everyone in Albany just automatically believe these things because we're here? Uh, does anyone who's come to our services just automatically believe? And, well, no. This is something that people have to make an intentional choice to say, okay, I want to be one of those people. I want to be someone who believes these things and I want to orient my life 
to living these things out. And so are you a part of the we? Uh, here's how we've talked about it a lot. Uh, the idea of that people have different relationships with our, our church and these beliefs. Uh, we said that there's some people who know, there's some people who attend, and then there's some people who be. Uh, and here's what we mean by that, is that there's some folks in our city who they know about our church, which is great. Uh, they know that we're a group of people that uh, meet maybe in a building every once in a while on Sundays. They know that we're a group of people who love and we serve Albany. Uh, they know that there's a group of people that you know put on these events over the course of the year. Uh, they might know of us because maybe one of their friends is a part of our group or maybe one of their relatives is a part of our group. And somehow they have heard about us and hopefully... They have heard about us in a positive way, and they, and they know about us, and that's a good thing. And, and we want a lot, of, a lot more people to know about our church. But every once in a while, people will move from that category of just knowing about our church to deciding, you know what, I think I want to go check them out. I want to attend. And so maybe they attend one of our classes. Uh, maybe they attend one of our Sunday morning services. Maybe they attend a community group, and they're there, and they're checking things out. And I think this is a wonderful thing about our church. Uh, we have always wanted to be a place where just because you're there on Sunday morning, we're not assuming that you automatically believe all these things. We're not assuming that you're a Christian. We're not really assuming anything. You're free just to come as you are, whatever your faith background is, whatever your current level of belief or non-belief is, you are absolutely welcome to come and attend our church. Uh, actually, we believe that you can actually participate in the life of our church way before you believe. So you might come to one of our services and you might have someone who's serving you coffee and they might not believe all this stuff yet. There might even be someone on stage in the band. There might be someone who's at the door greeting you and, and they're there, they're interested, they're checking things out, they're working through questions and doubts, but they're just attending. They haven't actually signed on to say, I believe this stuff yet. And that's awesome. And, and we would love for way more people to take that step of deciding that they want to attend and explore and check things out. But then, after attending, after listening, after asking questions, after hearing these beliefs talked about, after working through it all, some people decide, you know what? I think I'm in. Like, I, I hear them talk about Jesus King, and that's me. I, I want Jesus to be king. They talked about the idea that God is love, and like I want to experience God's love. They've talked about the idea that the Holy Spirit speaks, and I want to have the Holy Spirit speak to me, and I want to listen to Him. They said the Bible, I, I want to read the Bible and listen to what it says. I want to be a part of what God is doing in salvation throughout the world. Like They're not just talking about somebody. They're talking about that's how I want to live my life. And we call that the B category, or maybe what's a little bit better, is we consider that to be part of church family. And that's what we want to invite you, what I want to invite you to be a part of is, are you a part of that group that we would call the Christ Church Albany Church Family? And here's what it looks like. It's a group of people who say, I believe these things. And not just do I believe them, but I am trying to live them out. Is that you? Would you like to join us in becoming one of those people, part of the church family? 
Uh, now there's a special group I want to talk to for a second. Uh, because some of you might hear all this and think, like, that sounds good. But I, I don't know if you want me. <laughs> and I don't know, frankly, if I'm good enough. Because I, I don't know, I, I'm working through this stuff. Like, I, 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 I like the idea that Jesus is king. I'm trying to believe it. But there's some aspects of my life where I don't really know if Jesus is king over it yet. I think there's still something else that's king, money, power, reputation. Like, I like the idea that God is love, but like sometimes I just don't feel very loved. Sometimes I just live in guilt and shame still. Like, I, I, I like the idea of the Holy Spirit, but sometimes I just don't take time to listen. And even when he has told me to do things, sometimes I just have not done it. Like, I like the idea of the Bible, but I don't read it very much. You know, I'm not involved in it. We just, there's parts of us that we just don't feel like that we are doing this good enough yet. And if you're in that camp, then I think that you're exactly the kind of folks that we want to be a part of the church family because that's what I am. That's what all of our leaders are. Uh, we've been looking, uh, starting last year, looking at this famous sermon that Jesus did called the Sermon on the Mount. And in there, he's talking as clearly as he can about how we are supposed to live. But he starts it off with these kind of ideas like, here's the kind of people that he's looking for. Here's who Jesus calls the blessed people. And I love how he starts it off because he says that here's the blessed people. The blessed people are people that are poor in spirit. The blessed people are people that, that mourn, that cry. They have people that are meek, that are humble. Hey, the way I would say it is Jesus is saying, here's the people that are blessed. It's the people that are not perfect and they know they're not perfect. Because the truth is, none of us are perfect, but there's some people who kind of live like they think they might be perfect. That's not who we're looking for. People who, they're not perfect and they know it. They know that there's parts of their life that are a mess. They know there's parts of their life where they're not doing it right yet. That's 100% the kind of people that Jesus is looking for to be a part of his movement. With this very big caveat, the next part of that sermon, Jesus says that here's who the blessed people are, the people that hunger and thirst for righteousness. It's people who want it. I'm not always there. I don't, but it's people that look at it and say, I don't always make Jesus king in my life, but I want it. I, 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 I want, I see what that would be like. I believe that Jesus way of life is the best way to live and I want it. And I'm gonna work towards it and I'm gonna do whatever I can. It's people who are efforting towards it. And so if you're one of those people who you're not there yet, but you want to be, that's exactly who we are as a church. Uh, the next part is that it's not just that we want that for ourselves, but we realize a couple things, uh, mainly that we can't do it ourselves. And so what people that are part of church family, what they are admitting, what they are raising their hand and saying is that if I want to live this way, first of all, I need community. I need other people. I need other people that can encourage me. I need other people that can maybe hold me accountable. I need other people that I can share with how I'm doing. I need people who can teach me. I need other people. Uh, it's also people who say, I, I need to be introduced and I need to get in, that, in, in some certain habits. I need to be in some rhythms in my life. This isn't gonna just happen. 
Uh, I need some like regular things that I'm doing and I need people to encourage me to do these things so I actually change. And then finally, I need some tools. Uh, I need to know, okay, listen to the Holy Spirit, great. How do I do that? Is there any tools? Is there any things that I can use to help me out? Is there some books? Is there some apps? Is there some podcasts? Is there a class? Show me, I want to do it. How can I do this? And so everything we do as a church, when we talk about these other things that we do as a church, we have Sunday services, we have community groups, we have one-on-ones, we have classes, we promote books that you should read, we have reading plans that we ask you to uh, think about being a part of. And the idea behind all of these is these are tools. These are things that you can use if you want it. These are things that you can use to help us all move forward. But here's the key in all of these, is all of those things are exactly that. They're, they're tools. They are not the point. Uh, Sunday services, good. But having a great Sunday service is not the, the, the main goal. It, it's a tool. Community groups is a tool. Being a, have a one-on-one is a tool. Uh, classes, EHR, EHS, all these classes we offer, they are tools to get us to the target, to get us to the main point, which Jesus makes very clear. Jesus says that whoever believes, whoever not just believes with their heads, but actually is living these things out, Jesus says, will experience eternal life, which again, means that when you die, you will get to go to heaven. And it means that right now, in this life, in January 2022, as you go to work, as you go in your home, you can experience the life of God, God's kingdom, heaven here on earth, right here, right now, if you believe in these things, not just with your head, but if you actually live these things out, you can live the best possible way. Not always the most comfortable way, not always the most counter you know, normal American way, not always the way that we see everyone else living. It's a way that often comes with sacrifice. It's a way that comes with serving. It's a way that often seems like it's an upside down, going down instead of up type way, but it is the best way to live. And that's what we wanna do. That's what we wanna be about. We want to be a group of people that are living that way and are helping each other doing it. So, here's my question. Would you join this group of people in doing that? Are you at a point, and if you're not, that's okay, but are you at the point where you've looked at these different beliefs and said, yeah, I want to believe these things, not just with my head, but I want to believe them with my life and I realize I can't do it on my own. I need a group of people that I'm doing it with. I need to be a part of regular habits. I need tools. I want to be a part of a movement that is helping me believe and I want to help other people believe. Well, if you do, then that means that you want to be a part of the Christ Church Albany Church family. You want to be a part of the group of people who are saying, I want to live this way. 
So here's what I want to ask you to do. Uh, if you're watching uh, on YouTube, uh, there's a link down below uh, that has a copy of our membership covenant. Uh, I would love for you to take some time to read through that, look through that, pray through that. And then if you decide, I think this is for me, I, I want to be a part of this group and I want to make it publicly known. I would love for you to print off a copy or if you come to the building, we have copies there. Uh, print off a copy of that, sign it. And then I would love for you to send it to us, bring it to us. And especially, uh, depends on when you're watching this. If you're watching this before January 30th, 2022, on that day, we're going to have a celebration service of anyone who wants to make that step to say, I want to be a part of this family. And we're going to have a kind of a big family adoption party. And so to sign it and say, here's who it is. And there's a part of this I know that seems funny for people. It's like, why, why do I have to sign a paper? Why does it really matter? And it doesn't really matter. It's just a piece of paper. But come on, this is incredibly helpful. Uh, it's helpful for me as a pastor. Like, who's, who's in and who's not? Who's actually trying to live this stuff out? And who's just like still checking it out? Like, by you taking this step and signing, it's a huge help to me. It's a huge help to our leaders. It's a huge group, help to our whole church family for us to say, here's, here's the group that says we all want to grow together. Again, if you're not a part, if you don't want to take that step yet, that's totally fine. Keep attending. Uh, we want more and more people to know about our church. We want more and more people to attend. And we love everyone is invited. And when you're ready... When you decide, like, yeah, this is for me too, then you can join the family too. This isn't something that you should do just like because you feel like you have to, or I guess I've been around a while, so maybe I should. Like, this is something you should do only if you decide, ah, I want to live these things out and I can't do it alone. I want to do it with this group of people. And what makes me so excited about all of this is that as I think about our city, uh, some of you have seen a, a map that we put out every once in a while. It's actually a picture that someone took a couple years ago where uh, in one of our services, uh, we had maps all around the building and folks went and they put salt, orange salt, uh, over parts of the city where they live or where they work or where they spend lots of time. And there was just salt all over our city. And I love that image because I'm sitting in my house here over by uh, St. Peter's Hospital. And I, Ashley and I and my kids, like, we're trying to live this stuff out. Uh, we're, we're not perfect. Uh, we screw it up, but we're trying to. We really want to live these beliefs out. And I just believe that how we live our lives is going to have a major effect, not just on our lives, but on our neighbors, on the people that we spend time with. And as I go around our city, the houses that you live in, the places that you work, the places where you go and hang out with friends, restaurants, bars, coffee shops, uh, the places where you spend time with other people, the more that, that you are believing these things, not just with your head, but with your whole life, it's not just going to change you. It's going to change the world. And I believe that what God is looking for in this year, I mean, we could all focus and we could work and we could get a building. We could do that. But... I just don't know if that's going to move the ball that far forward when it comes to the real issues in my life and in the lives of people in Albany. Uh, we could create great Sunday services. 
Uh, we could all make sure that we're all as well read and, and, and fit and thin as possible. We, we can do that. And maybe some of you will in, in some other ways in your life. But what if there was a group of people that believed that Jesus was king and they were waking up every day of their life just trying to follow Jesus as king of their life, who believed that God loves everybody, that believed that the Holy Spirit was speaking and actually did the things that the Holy Spirit was saying, that believed that this ancient book we have of the Bible is inspired and if we follow the things that it says, it can help us follow Jesus, that we believe that God wants to save everything. And like, what if there was a group of people who believed in that? I want to be a part of that. That's what I want to give all my focus and energy to. And I hope that you join me. Uh, so check out the Membership Covenant. Uh, if you think you want to be a part of it, sign it. If you have questions, reach out. I would love to talk. And let's create a family together. And let's change the world. Love you guys. Uh, we'll see you very soon.